<laughs> this episode of Super Burly Bros Podcast is brought to you by... If I told you how many times it took to record this segment, it would blow your mind. Here are the sponsors. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When we did it, we really weren't sure where to go, and we found the Anchor app, and it has been amazing for us. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. They'll put it up on all the major streaming platforms. It's 100% free, and they even find sponsors for you, so you don't have to bother looking around for it. All you have to do to get started is just go to anchor.fm backslash start, and you can start recording a podcast today. So come join us there. Thanks. Hey guys, I'm here to tell you about one thing and one thing only right now, Flipboard. Flipboard curates the world's stories so you can be smarter in your work, life, and play. Choose from thousands of topics to personalize your Flipboard and get the latest stories from the best publishers and experts delivered to you 24-7. Now I'm going to be straight up honest with you guys. This app has been absolutely amazing. It was incredibly simple to set up. With one click of a button, I had the app downloaded onto my phone, and right away they had me select a few topics that I was interested in, and I have had the best feed all week long, and it's been great. Get started now at Flipboard.com. Flipboard, the storytelling platform that helps you keep calm and stay informed and inspired. And welcome back to the Super Burly Bros Podcast. Welcome. There you got it. Totally messed that up because it was supposed to be earlier. But we can fix that in post. Ah! Maybe not. And, um, well, I was anticipating something totally different for today. <laughs> and I planned nothing. Ooh. I also anticipated that same thing. So I also planned nothing. So, this is going to be a real short episode or real awkward? Uh, yeah, so we were supposed to have a good friend of ours. Um, we can really rem- leave them nameless. I don't know I was going to say relieve them nameless. Or we'll leave we'll nameless. relieve them by leaving them nameless. Yes. Uh, They'll be on the podcast uh, in about a month or so. And hopefully this podcast is still going by then. Yeah. If we're not. Yeah, it just keeps snowing. Yeah. It doesn't stop. See, that's that's what I've seen. It's getting I've scary. I, I haven't had to deal with any of this because it was all like done before I left work yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or it hadn't started. I was already home. And then I parked in the garage. And But it's still accumulating. That's the thing. And it's just we're running out of places to put it. Ah! Oh, why'd you open up that? Um <laughs> Fucking asshole. I wanted to show you that there's no snow out there. Like, it's not... No, there's so much snow out there. I was blinded by it. (laughs) Future's so bright, you should have wore sunglasses. I had sunglasses on my way here, and then I came in, and I thought this was a safe space, so I put them away in my jacket. It's definitely not. No. No. Listener, be warned, or beware. This... It's... I'm pretty sure Hatter just headbutted the door. <laughs> and we have a rule in this studio that if you can't be quiet and lay down, mm-hmm. you don't get to be in the room. Yeah. And he, he's a, he just kind of likes to pace around, so he doesn't get to be in here until I can get a rug 
which I would like to get in this room eventually, but... Or just get him, like, boots or something. Little silent kid mittens. Yeah. But for dogs. Yeah, let him walk on, like, some marshmallows. <laughs> I'm sure those would stay on there. Uh, yeah, and they do have those flat square ones, which I think are ridiculous, that they made a different shaped marshmallow. Just for s'mores? Yeah. But, well, you know, you, I feel like it's understanding your purpose. Like, what else are you using marshmallows for? Or for s'mores? Uh, I take it you don't enjoy sweet potatoes with marshmallows. No. Yeah. That reminds me of a story. One time it was at Jackie's family's Christmas, probably. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to do the candied yams because I'm fancy. Yeah. I put the marshmallows on first and then baked it, not knowing that you're supposed to put them on just towards the end, mm-hmm. so they get lightly browned and puffed. So when I pulled it from the oven, I was like, they burned? fuck are the marshmallows? No, they just, they caramelized the whole top of the yams. So then it was just like, it was still good. It just mm-hmm. didn't have that gooey, sweet marshmallow fluff fun that <laughs> one was used to. Yeah. Um, and and you're never like, invited back for Christmas again. Yes. That's when we're like, okay, you host, and we'll... No, they don't even bring their own... Well, they bring their own meat. Mm. They, don't, they don't bring dessert. Well, they bring their own dessert, too. So I don't really know the point of that story, other than marshmallows. You messed up cooking that one time. Yeah. And I never stopped hearing the end of it. I still hear about it. <laughs> so, cool. Uh, yeah. yeah um, we had a similar situation, but totally different yesterday. So on... I guess it started on Friday night. Um, Ellie, like she is likely to do, or I don't know, um, she makes brownies a lot. And so she made brownies and then I went to bed. Uh, It was really just a setup that happened on Friday. (laughs) Then Saturday uh, in the evening, Stefan and Ellie and I all went to Home Goods because I need the frame for the Frank poster. Maybe we'll post post that on the Instagram so people can see. And um, we got back and Paul was in the kitchen making dinner or whatever. I'm going to stop you right there, Aaron. Yeah? We may not be recording properly. Jesus Christ. Okay. Can, can, can I talk? Can, can, I, can I finish? Can, can, can I please? Can I, can I finish? Can I finish? Um. Okay, go ahead. Alright, so... Wait, are we going to go back or are we just starting over or, you know, do we want to give an explanation of what just happened? I would like to explain what just happened. All right, let's explain what just happened. So up until now, which, you know, seven minutes, glad I caught it seven minutes in. Mm-hmm. Um, as you heard, it sounds like a train wreck of a, a show. Aaron sounded crisp and clear. I just didn't reset the audio interface to the right channels when... Turning everything back on because... A real rookie mistake for episode 25. Six. 26? Yeah. Jesus. We're almost (laughs) to 30 and I'm still fucking it up. (laughs) But I'm happy that I found it early and that we're good now. Okay. So Aaron, please. So can can I finish? Yes. Okay. So we did all those things and then we came back to the house. Paul was in the kitchen making dinner as he seems to always be. And then um, we're like... Jesus Christ, it smells like something's really burning in here. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He seemed totally oblivious to it. He opens up the oven and just a plume of smoke comes out. Oh, no. Because 
so Ellie had made the brownies last night and ate like a few. And then I guess put them back into the oven to just keep them warm or something. Okay. And then uh, Paul then was making dinner and I think he just turned it on, wasn't looking and just put, you know, a baked potato in there and burned the shit out of those brownies. Damn, that's that really sucks. I like brownies a lot. Yeah, it was like almost a full plate of brownies. Now, to ruin it for a fucking baked potato. Yeah. Is this the big baked toe that you know, the other day you told me that he just walked in the kitchen and just started <laughs> yeah. stabbing a potato? I don't think it was the same potato, but probably the same thing happened. So just to back up, because I don't think Paul listens to this anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, if it do, 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 what up, Paul? Uh, <laughs> what up? I was in the kitchen just making dinner, as I like to do. And he comes in. He like comes over from his room into the kitchen doesn't say anything, takes a potato and just stabs it with a fork like a few times. And then he just sets it down and he walks away again and just back into his room. There's no explanation. And he like he later came out and baked that potato. But it seemed very strange to just stab it and then walk away. Maybe, maybe. And this is probably what it is. He saw that you were in the kitchen and thought, oh, I'll wait. I'm just going to prep my potato because he was he worked in the kitchen, right? For a little while. Yeah. Like triple rock at, or whatever. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think he worked in triple rock and then or no, maybe. I don't know. Anyways, maybe he was just thinking ahead. Maybe he was finishing like he had to complete a ritual for like, you know, polishing it and oh, had yeah. to like finish it by like stabbing something aggressively. Yeah. That makes and sense. his typical like stabbing thing was missing so he had to grab a potato and he's like oh, i'll probably be hungry after this session all right so that makes sense you know maybe just you know, a thought really got a carbo load after <laughs> uh i haven't had pasta in a while really yeah which is surprising Ooh, because it's so good you know we're talking about how we need to meal prep for this next week just because we've been buying enough groceries and stuff yeah <laughs> i mean the chef boy ordeal would be nice mm-hmm. but um, just before you got over here, I had one of these like tikka masala, like open it up and throw it in the microwave for 60 seconds and pour it over rice or whatever. Yeah. Those are pretty good. But the cost of them versus making a whole like week's worth supply of that sort of thing would be more Not prudent. Yeah, sure. Whatever that is. Yeah. Prunes and <laughs> prune it. Um, I know what you said. I'm not prudence. <laughs> Um, so yeah, we're going to meal prep back on that train. It helps save money. Yeah, it's good to do. It also provides Jackie and myself with lunch at work, which we so desperately need. Cause otherwise we get cranky. And when we come home, we bitch and moan about our shitty days, Yeah, which probably weren't that bad. We were just really hungry. Yeah. So see, um, yeah, I'm still riding strong on the chef boy RD. David did, uh, Send a contribution. He texted me a little bit ago before I came over. Um, so for one, he said he has a lot of concerns about the Chef Boyardee situation. Oh. Just kind of a blanket comment. Um, now, is this in regards to like their political affiliation, their environmental impact, or is it just I think your it's health? me eating it uncooked. <laughs> my, that's my guess of what his concern is. David, if you have a different concern that I overlooked, please let me know. 
but I'm guessing that's what it is. Yeah. That's well, the concern most people have. You know, good looking out for your brother. Yeah. Because I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> apparently but, by letting him eat it cold. But it's fine. It's fine. It's, you know, exposing it to microwaves for what, like a minute is going to, you know, change everything. Nah, that doesn't nah. cook meat. Meat's already cooked. This is true. It has so, already been cooked and properly cooled, and it's got so many preservatives. Yeah. It's th- got so many preservatives. Like, I it, am set. It's going to preserve me. I often joke about when we're on tour and how I would, like, how we all ate those, except for you, except for Aaron. Aaron was the only one who was the normal. Tuna? Those fucking tuna packs Ugh. where you get to make your own salad and spread it on the crackers or put it in a sandwich. Um... How I say like, oh yeah, you know, I had these little sun-kissed or star-kissed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for sun-kissed to start making tuna. Just orange tuna. Colin will be all over that. Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, how I would just not, I wouldn't leave it out in the sun, but to think, oh, if I want to tune them out, I'll just leave it out on top of the van <clears throat> and then it gets nice and warm. <laughs> but those things, you know, those were a lifesaver. Not this. really, but yeah. They were they were a really good filling snack. It makes me wish that I liked tuna because it did seem very convenient. There is, you know, multi purpose. You could have it on a sandwich. You could put it on crackers. You could just fucking eat it or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very versatile and it was cheap It's thin. You know, it didn't take up a lot of room in the van. It, those, yeah, it was like a box shape. Yeah. So you could stack them nice and. They All fit those into things those are very bins, nice. Yeah. Our storage bins nicely. So those, yeah, those were very nice, but they smell disgusting. And yep, I hate you all for eating them. Well, I'm sure we feel the same way about your foot nuts, toe nuts, toe nuts. They were just regular planters peanuts, <laughs> and everyone had a fucking problem about them. That <laughs> the saying they smell like feet. This is name brand peanuts. I don't understand where the problem is. They're fried in oil. You in oil. You have you've heard that commercial, right? No, it's like some uh, creepy caller, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're lying to you, and she's like, what? You're nuts. <laughs> and then it goes on to just be like, whatever nuts, and it may even be Fisher or Planters or whoever. Yeah, they're like, you're nuts. They're just baked. They're not fried and whatever. Yeah, so. Hey, product placement. I think they're oven roasted and lightly salted. Yes. And those are the best kind of nuts. Yeah, they are. They're my Uh, favorite nuts. I I enjoy eating a good nut here and there. Yeah. But, you know, any way I can get a nut, I'm pretty happy about it. (laughs) All right, moving on. Uh, He also commented that William Wallace is not in Highlander. Yeah, we, we, we covered that in the episode. So if you could take to the internet and shame Jeff for that. Shame. Shame, Jeff. Shame, you trucking bastard. And then the real question that he posed, because I've been going in reverse through what he sent me. Uh, Question for the podcast. If I give you $100, will you buy some vegetables? I can't remember. Were we talking about not eating vegetables? Was that a topic? Damn. Damn. You know, I really should start making a point to re-listen through our old episodes just before the next one, mm. just to refresh my memory on what we talked about. Because you know, it's in one ear out the other. Yeah. Uh, I think it might be alluding to the fact that you're eating so much Chef Boyardee. That could be it. 
But I'm pretty sure there's vegetables in Chef Boyardee. There's tomato sauce. That's part of it. Yeah, there's got to be at least like onion powder. And at yeah. one point, that was a real onion. Yeah. It's got vitamins. You know, David, if you gave Aaron $100, he would probably buy $100 worth of Chef Boyardee. Yeah. That's 100 cans. They're $1. Well, what about tax? Okay, maybe 98 it would be a lot, <laughs> a third of your year's worth of lunch, just there you go. Yeah. See, it's, and that's why it's so prudent <laughs> financially. Um, but yeah, there's vitamins in it. I take a multivitamin. I even eat other vegetables. Not no. all the time, but I do eat them. I no. put broccoli <laughs> and cauliflower in my pasta. I buy other tomatoes sometimes. Other to, other tomatoes? Like like chicken. Roma tomatoes. Oh, and you chop them up and put them in? Yeah, like sometimes in pasta and shit. Okay. If I'm making pesto, I'll put some You should make a little, uh, like a white wine cheese sauce. Mm, I haven't and, tried doing any of that. Yeah, and it's good. And you take some, some tomatoes, and you take just a little bit of like Tabasco for a little acidity, hot sauce, you know? Mm-hmm. And you throw that in there with your tomatoes, and the tomatoes just cook in the hot cheese sauce. So you don't have to worry about that. And then you throw that over your pasta. Mm, mm. It's pretty good. Parmesan, lots, good. Of, lots of cheese. What I really want at first, I was going to be like, oh, man, do you remember this? And then I remember that you weren't there. It was when I was on tour with Tightwire. Uh, when we were in Jersey, uh, me and Tane went across the street and we had dinner at it was just like a bar restaurant. And they had this mac and cheese but it had like a white wine something mm-hmm. part of it. And it was probably the best mac and cheese I've ever had in my life. Yeah. It also had like bits of bacon. I mean, yeah. The, nice. Bacon definitely spices up any meal. Yeah. As a vegetarian, I I still wholeheartedly agree that that made every meal just a little bit better. Yeah. And it made me think of, of an episode of the Boondocks that I watched last night with Jackie the Itis. Where I didn't watch a whole lot of boondocks. Yeah, basically the grandpa, you know, some wealthy, fat, white investor guy is like, ah, I'm going to help this guy open up a restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then basically it gets people addicted to the food and they become super fat. And like that sounds like it, white people. It turns this beautiful neighborhood into like a ghetto, basically. Mm. And, you know, where was I going with this? Um, Bacon. Bacon. It was just lots of bacon, and it was like a, a big burger that was mashed between two donuts. And it kind of makes me sad that I never got to try one of those burgers where they're the buns or the donuts. Although it sounds like it's yeah, like I've seen those, and like the really fat part of me is like, mmm, these are good things combined. But I don't think it would be good. Yeah, because like, the bun is it's supposed to hold your, you know, any drippings. Yeah. But I feel like the donut's just, it's already lost that by being smushed. Yeah. I feel like it's going to turn soggy from the grease. Mm-hmm. And a soggy donut's not going to be great. Plus, I don't like having... Your sweet... I'm very... Uh, you need a lunch tray for I'm, all your food? <laughs> I'm trying to think the right word. Because when I eat a burger, you know, i am got it in my hands. And I'm... When I eat anything with my hands, though, I'm very sensitive to just having, like crumbs or stuff on my hands like yeah you're constantly wiping your hands yeah and it like it gets annoying for myself but trying to do that with like holding a 
fucking sticky donut. Yeah. And getting grease and whatever. That's gives me a bit of anxiety. And I would like to give you a big thank you because every time Aaron orders a burger, if I'm with him, I reap the benefit of getting pickles. Yeah. And he could totally order this thing. No pickles. Maybe get extra lettuce, tomato, maybe a few extra French fries. Nope. Always get the pickles. And I thank you for that. No problem. I think a good, like one of those relationships that I think is inherent to a lot of people is having, you know, one person who doesn't like pickles and they have a friend who does and they can always get it. And it's, it's sort of like the, the olive theory thing in how I met your mother. But I feel like a bit more universal because, you know, not every not a lot of stuff has olives that you have to that you is, know, pawn off. That is true. But a lot of stuff will come with a pickle, like a lot of sandwiches, burgers. Mm-hmm. They'll have a pickle in there. And there is usually somebody around who's happy to take it off my hands. Usually it's my boy, Dustin. So I appreciate it, too. And that's a pickle. Oh, <laughs> Bringing it back to episode four or five or something when we we're still doing. Maybe even two or three. Yeah. Yeah, no. When we were having big board. Well, we Dustin have a little... did all this preparing beforehand and he had topics written out on a board. What a dork. Yeah, well, you know, I, I wanted to make the most of this and be as organized as possible to keep you on board with it. <laughs> and it's worked out well so far. Yeah. Like, you keep coming out. <laughs> Showing up. You keep on having me come out on shitty weather Sundays. You know, (laughs) just we're going to take a season mid-season break here. We'll come back in the spring when it's nicer. (laughs) When my basement's flooding and your basement's flooding. Oh, yeah. yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah, I have a actually I have a plumber coming out next tomorrow (laughs) Um, on Monday. To actually go through the process of what is wrong with my sewage system that it keeps backing up every time we do a load of laundry and yeah drain the bathtub or something. All right. Well, I hope you get a good diagnosis. Yeah. Hopefully not too expensive. Uh, yeah. They quoted us at one ninety five for up to an hour if they have to access the main line, which is what I'm going to make them do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let them look, but I know we just carved a hole in our wall. Specifically for them to access that. So, oh, okay. I mean, it needed to be done if anybody ever had to do future plumbing after we sell the house. Yeah. It's going to be finished and it's going to look nice, but we had to, you know, cut a hole. Fair enough. So, you're going to make a little door there for it. Yep. Okay. And we'll try not to seal Daphne up, but, you know, <laughs> if you the know, cat- <laughs> sometimes cats get in the wall and that's just life. <laughs> what was this? I feel like there's something. Well, you like, got a cat on the wall. Now you're talking my language. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> oh, what a good show. Uh, <laughs> so we're we're talking about Always Sunny, and uh, did I already talk about it? How I got this beautiful Frank Reynolds poster. Um, I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast. You know, I think we were talking just before we. Uh, hit record. See, that's why I hate talking about things that we want to talk about. Yeah. Oh, no. It was part of... I just mentioned it offhand as part of my story about the burnt brownies. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. I got this very, very classy uh, limited print of mm-hmm. uh, Frank Reynolds as Ongo from 
It's always sunny in Philadelphia. And then I got a nice frame for it. It's very ornate. It's actually a mirror. <clears throat> and I just use double-sided tape to put it on there. Do you think that that enhances the visual appeal of the picture the at all? The frame? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I think, well, the frame really complements it. They have very... Um, I don't want to, they're definitely not like exact matches for color, but Mm -hmm. uh, there's, they both have kind of this off white in them and kind of a pastel almost. Um, And I feel like the, the color of the frame really complements the photo and it, it brings it up where it's, yeah. Oh, you didn't even send me that in a text message. That was in a Snapchat. I'll send it to you right now because I, I sent a picture for David, so just so that you can also enjoy it time after time. Time after time. Um, yeah, that reminds me that I should probably go out and actually pick up a picture frame for Amy's CGC certificate that I have had since November or December and haven't framed yet. Yeah. And now oh, that... yeah, that's beautiful. Now that you mentioned it... I have other things I needed to get frames for that I just totally forgot while I was at the frame place because I still have that lion painting uh, down in my room that needs a frame. And then eventually I'll paint that other owl one. Uh, I I have an owl one that I can paint as well. I'm not going to do it, though. No, no. Paint by numbers. uh, I, I actually really enjoyed it, but... It's just I need a better permanent spot for it because because um, Ellie and I had been doing it on our dining table mm-hmm. and because we both had one and it took up a lot of the table and those do take a while. Like it's not something that I think most people are going to get done in one or even two sittings. So you need something that you can kind of have it post up for a while yeah so i don't know maybe we'll get an easel or something i mean i feel like if i were to you know join in on this whole painting thing yeah i could probably get away with using most of this space yeah this table would be really good for it um and yeah i i think it's just that our shared space in the house is very limited at this point and like we have all these surfaces, but they're for shit. And but um, back to your framing. Where yeah. where did you go for your? Is there like a store? Uh, we went to Home Goods. Initially, we were gonna go to Michaels, mm-hmm. and then uh, Ellie wanted to go to Home Goods because she had a uh, like a coupon. Cer- yeah, something cool. I mean, so that's, we went that's, there. That's smart. Yeah, Home Goods. Home Goods. I'm sure there's one out in Maple Grove. Yeah, probably. It's just a bunch of knick-knacky shit. Yeah, home decor and then frames. Yeah. Though they didn't actually... I was disappointed in them because they didn't have true frames. Or at least not many. They had, like, little regular, like, picture frames. Oh, like five by sevens, yeah. Yeah, but they didn't have, like, bigger poster frames or anything like that. Okay. Um, Which is why I ended up going with a mirror. Because... The mirror was pretty cheap and it had a nice frame around it. So then, yeah, I can cut the thing down, put it in the mirror. I had to cut just like a little bit off. Yeah. Um, 
And then, you know, if I end up getting a better frame down the line, it's a pretty nice mirror. I wouldn't mind hanging that up either. Yeah. I mean, the floral print is is nice and yeah. it's white, so it's kind of like, I need more, like we talk about, there's too much beige in this house. Yeah. Um, needs some brighter energies. Needs brighter, yeah, a better, better energy. And Jackie was sending me a text today like, oh, you know, don't don't get too hung up on the house right now because I've been really down on it for the past couple of weeks with the plumbing issues we've had. And yeah. The leaky pipes for the past month that I've yet to just, you know, do. Yeah. Um, and thinking, ah, we'll just fix this stuff and just sell it. Still an idea. Still mm-hmm. wanting to get out. But throwing paint would just change so much of that feeling of, you know, disdain. No. <laughs> Uh, I hope you don't have disdain about your home. Like <laughs> I can understand having a little bit of frustrations or, you know, I, I just wish something here was better here and there. I hope you don't hate where you live. I wish I were closer to, to the city. I wish you were too. Um, so then this trip wouldn't have to be so long and, you know, what going out in the snow and yeah. cause I fear for you, you know, like when I saw like the whole, you know, forecast for today. I was like, fuck if he tries, you know, coming out and something happens like, Ugh. yeah. Um, and also like driving down, you know, it's, it's just not convenient. Yeah. It's, but it's nothing that first world problems. It's not that bad. Yeah. It's, it's not, not that bad. bad. At all, it's not that bad. <laughs> I love my house. I have a roof over my head. Yes, I get it. But I, you know, we're just going to paint mm-hmm. and actually do it. It's just, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Sorry, everybody, for my... It's okay. You know, sometimes... <laughs> breakdown. You know, and I feel like it's a common thing a lot of people have. And it was something that I feel like we did a good job overcoming in our mid-20s when we're just... We kind of... It's not an original phrase, but we really adopted it of just pulling the trigger on something mm-hmm. that, you know, is just a thing about our lives that... We spend a lot of time in indecision or just mm-hmm. like, oh, we, we need to do this or we could do this or, you know, just having something. And we wanted everything to be perfect. And most of this was related to like band stuff that we were trying to do. And then we got to that point where we were finally like, we can't keep wasting a bunch of time making no moves. Exactly. Because we're yeah. trying to figure out which is the right move. And you just got to pull the trigger do, do something it. just do it and i was surprised at how quickly i had recently just pulled the trigger on buying that lens that i was yeah. telling you about because i was spending so much time going back and forth between which focal length and every website was like oh we're out of stock i want to go to a place locally because i can't wait for online delivery because yeah. i'm an impatient prick yep and i know that one uh also you know national camera and they're local and crap like that but <laughs> and take a little little bite. No. Go on. Oh, don't you don't you put that near the mic, <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> Enjoy that. Sorry, um, people. And I found one used mm-hmm. and being okay with buying a secondhand lens. I know there are a lot of things that you should worry about with that if the element is scratched, if it actually doesn't work, if they're being less than truthful about whatever. Yeah. Um but I just saw it the night before and woke up the next day. I'm like, you know what? I just sold a lot of like drum stuff. I can afford this right now. Let's just do it. Do it. 
saved about a hundred some bucks. I don't have a warranty, but you know, it, it'll, it'll just kind of do it. Let's do it. Let's go yeah. save some money so that I can take that money and put it towards something else. Or if I have to get it repaired, it'll get repaired. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> I actually have, uh, a local guy coming out today to buy my hi-hats. Nice. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. When, uh, do you know when you, assuming everything goes well, when you would get the lens? Well, has it shipped yet? I didn't get a tracking number. Okay. He did send me the, like, show me a receipt that it was, like, shipped or, like, dropped off or whatever. Yeah. And he did three day delivery. Okay. So he did that Friday morning. Probably Uh, on, like, Tuesday. So I'll get it, yeah. Tuesday or Wednesday. Okay. Because unless it got shipped out right away. Yeah. Um, yeah. I suppose it could come on like Monday. If yeah. Monday, end of day. Friday and Saturday stuff too. Yeah. Okay. So hopefully, but we'll see and we'll see if it's in a good condition. Yeah. No box, just uh, just the lens hood caps and. Did it have like it. pretty good close up photos of the lens so that you could at least be, you know, looking at it? Obviously photographers know how to hide shit so right yeah he, he photoshopped all the scratches <laughs> off of everything yeah. and replaced the label it's actually fake um but stuff at least looked it looked legit. yeah i had him take some more pictures because the pictures that he had posted on facebook of it mm-hmm. were just like the they were just angles that were casting a lot of shadows on the the lens itself oh, okay. which is what i or the element is what i really care about yeah um so he took some close-up pictures of it to show that you know, there were no surface scratches and mm-hmm. everything looked good. And I was like, hey, I know this is going to sound really crazy, but does it work? <laughs> He's like, yes. <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, it's a valid question and you at least asked it. Yeah. So, you know, um, we'll see when it when it comes here. I can't wait. I've never, uh, never used a prime lens. This is the first step up from the kit lens after a year of making do with it uh that lens and really maybe not pushing it to its fullest potential like i still mm-hmm. feel like there's going to be more as i get better and hone my craft yeah but for right now i think i've done a good job of you know really working with what i've got yeah which has been the biggest thing is like just take your time learn you don't have to just drop a thousand dollars on this big honking lens because you're sick of your little kit lens after a week or month or whatever yeah so I've given it, it's put it through its paces. Now, this is something I could easily just Google, but I'll just ask you instead. Maybe you'll know. What is there a reason some lenses are called kit lenses and prime lenses? Like, what are those classifications? Do you know? I'm gonna take I'm a not familiar I'm gonna take it. a swing and maybe a miss. Um, and if there are any photographers listening, please get at us and correct my stupid ass. Um, the kit is basically what comes with a bundle pack. Okay. And it has like your little, yeah, it's just like a starter lens to get you up and going. Okay. It has like a, you know, 16 to 50 or 18 to whatever sort of focal length built into it so that you can just kind of have a variety versus being stuck with one focal length right away. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And prime is just the set focal length. And so it's more, it's as opposed presumably to presumably about like a, f- Fixed versus an Zoom. adjustable yep. focal length. And then probably also 
just quality of the kit lens is probably the yeah you know at really entry level and you do have like optical steady shot as far as sony goes or stabilized Mm -hmm. lens with the kit lens they have other ones but they do cost more money okay uh the big drawback that everybody was saying with these um sigma prime lenses is that they are not stabilized Oh, okay. So if I were to shoot video, you'd see like micro jitters from like the handheld shaky cam. Yeah. Uh, But I don't do a whole lot of video right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any issue with just doing my stills. Yeah. And if I were to do anything, I'd put it on tripod or just work with it. Yeah. Just be really still. Yeah. (laughs) And and the, the good thing about the Prime is that it's, they say... And it's up for debate, and it's still debatable by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. But the prime lenses are typically sharper, yeah, in photography than a zoom lens because you just have one. You're just focusing on one thing rather than a range. Yeah, it's really honed in for that focal length, if that's a thing. I will say, like I did the whole drones tour shooting on just the prime lens that I have from David. Yeah, that's the fifty. Yeah, and yeah, I think because I brought. I brought both lenses and I never switched over to the, the kit one. Yeah. Um, Oh no, you're probably like way better off. Cause I think you're using like a one point, is it 1.8 or 2.8? Um, the prime is a 1.8 or maybe a 1.4. Um, it was maybe 1.2. I'm just trying to think of the Sony lens or the Canon lenses that I've seen, but yeah, yeah no, you were able to get really good shots in, in the, the low light at the venues and stuff. Yeah. Which is, you know, a great thing because. And I think that was probably the biggest thing is that I, I tried out, um, yeah, the, the kit lens and, oh, it was that I did some photos before they went on tour. Um, just, we did like a photo shoot thing and I was using that kit lens and I had a lot of trouble with like kind of the darker areas that we were shooting in Mm -hmm. and I'm like, I gotta, it needs to be bigger. Yeah. And uh, I've been working on a few different things because I photography things. Let me clarify. Yeah. Um, Because I have my main account on Instagram mm-hmm. and I thought I was watching a YouTuber and he's like, yeah, there's no reason why, you know, I sometimes have a few different accounts so I can throw various things up so I don't have to like ruin this grid. I can have this set for that, this set for that. OK. So I've been focusing on doing black and white photography mm-hmm. to kind of hone in on that sort of area yeah and then you know do one for like portraits and natural light yeah and just kind of start to expand and have designated places for them rather than just a mismatched grid on mine because i want to have mine be focused for dogs yeah that makes sense so yeah i just uh let me show you here real quick show the listeners uh what i'm what i'm working with you know but there's a oh that's a really good photo yeah like that so it was natural light and it was, you know, just converted into black and white. So I'm learning how to properly uh, edit Yeah, that. And, you know, it's all personal preferences. Yeah. So that's what's nice. Yeah. No, that was a that was definitely, I think, the best thing about that tight wire tour for me was I had a lot of downtime mm-hmm. and it gave me a lot of time to dive into photography that I felt like that was kind of the most productive thing I could really be doing out there with them. And so I had a lot of time to take photos and I had a lot of time to do editing Mm -hmm. and like 
try stuff out in Lightroom and try and kind of figure out what I was doing. And just having that time to throw at it was great. Yeah. And I, I hope that I know I'm sure you'll get back into it when the weather gets better, but I, I hope you, you I know, feel a little inspired to kind of I pick am it right up now. And, and like, I am right now. Show. And yeah. like what I, and I still really want to get more into do more video stuff because that's what really was getting me. And I'm feeling like I want to get, um, just one of those smaller, I don't know what they're called, but for doing like pan stuff. Just like a track? Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the gears like gliders or sliders or whatever. Let us know if you know the proper term for yeah. a, a little mounted uh, floor daily that you can push and it'll just kind of pan left or pan right. Yeah. Or like what push in or pull back or whatever. Yeah. 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 So because that is a lot of kind of the aspects of um, videography that I like or cinematography. Is there a difference between videography and cinematography? David, let me know. You're 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 the one who knows that. Let me know. Uh yeah, I don't I don't know. Um and I'm sure he will. Yeah. He always fucking knows. So I was actually watching a video um on YouTube just before you got over here where they like I know that this is a job because of you know, someone's gotta do it. Just someone that racks the focus on, oh. on cameras and stuff. Like that's a job and they have an assistant to like swap out lenses or batteries or whatever. Yeah. And they just have like a little remote control that they're pulling off of. And it's so cool. Yeah. That like, and I'm, I'm All sure you gotta do is focus incredibly stressful and you bust your ass to get to that point. But like you just go zoom in, zoom out. Yeah. Like it's such a small thing that you would think about in a huge production, but it's, you know, it's very a valuable thing, but yeah, it's just so cool. Yeah. So yeah, I'm very, I'm interested in getting more into that. It gets me excited. And like, there's a part of me that wants to get like a, I'm not sure if it's just a steady cam mount thing. Gimbal? Yeah. A gimbal. But I feel like that's yeah a little pricey for me being like, I think this is kind of like cool. How, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, you know, you could take the money that you might spend on that synthesizer. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know, throw it at, some cameras. I, I don't know. St- not cameras. Camera yeah. stuff. Camera Maybe. stuff. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I also do still want to get a synth- synthesizer. Synthesizer. Because I've been, you know, we were talking about it before the podcast. So I've been listening to the Simple Creatures, the Mark Hoppus and Alex Gasgarth um, uh, super group. And is it a super group if they're good friends before, like... I'm pretty sure every super group, they were already friends before they became a super group. That's why they were. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'll but like when it's just a duo, I don't know if it's like a super group. Yeah. I but mean, I'm sure they'll bring in if they do it live, unless they're going to do it like, uh, was it Daft Punk where it's just tracks and they just play it. And I feel like that might be what they're doing. Like, Because they were saying in an interview that they were going to do smaller clubs. They didn't want to do like big arenas. Yeah. And... I think for one, that'd be super cool. I'd like to see that. Um, but I saw like them talking about where like all of the drums in it, it's all drum machines. Like mm-hmm. they didn't have Travis come in and just do session work for it. It's actually drum machines. And yeah, I feel like a lot of it is just kind of, you could have them, you know, have a bass and a guitar and 
press play. Yeah. Yeah. Smaller production than, you know, well, maybe not because I'm sure they're going to, I could imagine them doing like big screens. Yeah. Big screens with like having some kind of projector behind them doing. Yeah. Like in that video for everything. Yeah. I listened to it. Uh, eh, really? Yeah. Oh, I, I figured you'd be more into it. No. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I mean, hearing you talk about how into it you were, got me inspired to like pick up my guitar and just kind of like do that little thing last night that I recorded. Yeah. And I was going to bring that up that (laughs) Mr. Dustin here did a little, little guitar writing. I'm proud and happy to see it. And, uh, We'll see if I, you know, keep keep that going. It's all about just staying motivated with it. Yeah. Because it's very easy to be like, eh, it's not really I'm anything. take a nap instead. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm going to just do anything else. Um, but since I don't really have anything else to do. <laughs> I got no friends. <laughs> no, uh, I'll, I'll pull at it and I'll just, you know, if I get stuck, I'll be like, hey, Aaron, uh, what, what do you think could could work here. Yeah. But I, you know, if you buy that synthesizer, mm-hmm. you know, I hope to hear a lot of stranger things and other ominous tones. Oh yeah. I've actually been, uh, sometimes just, uh, falling asleep with the stranger things. soundtrack <laughs> playing. There's a lot of good tracks on there and it's just really chill. And that's what I like to, you know, it's, there's a few parts where like, you know, the melody will play fast, but like all of it's pretty chill. Like, yeah, it's, there's no vocals obviously. And there's not a whole lot of drums or anything. So it's not like really beat oriented. So it is, it's chill. I can, you know, I'll just, I'm trying to get into not falling asleep with the TV on. Which is, I've been doing that for for a while. Is I it more could, so that you can just have your brain shut off? Yeah, sooner so you can just lay there with your thoughts and just kind of settle into your sleep. Yeah, I feel like it's easier to fall asleep without a bunch of light changing in the room. Mm-hmm. And then, um, if there's a show that you're watching that you enjoy and you're like, I just got to stay through because I know the next episode is yeah. really good. Yeah, or like then if I have something on and then it like finishes before I fall asleep, I feel like, oh, now I'm going to pick something else to put on. Or if I do fall asleep and then how long does it take for my TV to shut off on its own? Because I hate waking up and then having like my TV still on in just like some idle spot because that really brings me out of being asleep. Yeah. So. Right on. Yeah. Speaking of sleep. All Amy does is sleep. Nice. Like she came home from work the other day, jumped on the couch, went to sleep. I woke her up for dinner. She ate it. She went back to sleep and she slept on the couch till like 1130. <laughs> Let her out. She went back to sleep. Like she just fucking sleeps. You know, she's a working girl. Yeah, she she does. She works hard. Yeah, you're like, yeah, Amy came home from work and, she- and that lazy bitch took a nap. <laughs> I don't believe <laughs> Yeah, but uh, she's great. Living the dream. She is. I mean, I just think like she won the all inclu- all inclusive resort lifestyle, you know, for whatever happened to her prior to her being rescued and yeah. adopted by me and Jackie. Like she had a few babies, yeah. sent them off to school or college or whatever. And now she's just retired. Yeah. 
She deserves it. Yeah, she really does enjoy her naps. Yeah. And, I don't know, I think there's... I don't want to say stigma. Lazy dogs? Well, no, it's just like... Like, that's what a cat does. And it's like, oh yeah, they're just fucking sleeping. Like, that is par for the course for a cat. But then... If like a dog does it, it's like, oh man, this dog's lazy. Like, yeah, I don't know. And and by no means am I complaining because I would much rather have like Hugh was great, mm-hmm. Storm great, but they were going, 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 running around, and she gets up maybe five times in a day when she's napping. Yeah, gets up, stretches, looks around the room, see what's going on, closes her eyes again. Maybe she readjusts her yeah. her spot. <laughs> but yeah, no, she's she's. She's great. Yeah, she, she's good. That's good. Especially if she's not like actively riling up Hatter too. Yeah. Because he is excitable. He is. <laughs> and right now he's he, he's ready for this to be over. Yeah. And and I think we're going to let him. He's he's calling the episode, everybody. All right. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, keep it spicy. Keep it spicy. Keep, 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 can, can I finish? Keep, 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 ke